This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you could watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me. Your boy, standing six foot two, 293 pounds from Nassau County, Long Island. He's the number one fuck boy. Fuck. Johnny G, all you gotta do is trust me. Joining me as always in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. He's on allergy meds, so he's very tired. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, returning guest. Wedding guest extraordinaire. I, a, fr- a friend for a long time, through the codes, in and out of the codes, in the old heyday in the war at Viacom. And now I am her plus one, currently airing on Netflix on The Wedding Coach. It's comedian, writer, and host Jamie Lee. <laughs> oh my God, I'm obsessed. This is so obnoxious considering how many people in my apartment work from home. But <laughs> so oh, I love that. So excited to have you back, Jamie. Look, I watched Those our like episode. To be back. I watched Sorry. our episode of No, no worries. Just fucking talk Stepping over me. on you already. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm Keep not going. you know I'm not going to stop talking. So just know, get it going. in when you Keep can. Going. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tiff and I watched your episode uh, our episode last night and uh it was so fun. And I was like, oh, man, Jamie's so good in this. I, I miss Jamie. And I was like, oh, I'm talking to her tomorrow at 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And it was very I, exciting. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I, want- I had the same feeling. I was like so excited to do this today. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I actually get to well, hang out with you. We haven't really seen each other that much since we spent uh, two separate weekends in Texas together. And one of them that's was right. going to a Nigerian wedding together. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> We did. There was a lot of drinking involved. It was yes. a very fun time. Yes. Double Crown Royal and a, a glass of Sprite. <laughs> Blar- yeah. <laughs> so Carson Sprite mixed with any alcohol. I don't. And I love Sprite. It don't just makes you. It just reeks of like there, college. It feels like vodka. I don't know. Sprite. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's it, what it is. Where I'm like, oh, I don't think I could drink that anymore. Like it's too sweet or something. Right. Like if you went to like a high end cocktail bar and they had guys that were uh, they had on the menu like this is gin and Sprite. You'd be like, what the 
fuck is this place? Yeah, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face right now. No, also, like, my, you know, my mom, um, I don't know why I said you know. You definitely don't know. Um, <laughs> my mom is obsessed with making, which well, she calls it sangria, but it really is um, just, like, a little bit of wine and some, like, cut-up fruit, and then she adds a shit ton of Sprite to it. <laughs> and it's actually so good. <laughs> so Sprite I mean, can that's all, work. That it all... can work in alcohol. That's yes. the one exception. Uh, I mean, it does work in alcohol. It just does feel like... It's like using Mountain Dew or something. It just feels yeah. like grown-ups, grown-ups don't drink it in cocktails it feels no, like. any of like the sweet lemon lime options i i just yeah no i i was so i i got so anti-soda early because i was a kid who was constantly overweight so i was like oh let me get rid of soda because that's so unhealthy and then i i eliminated it from my diet still wildly overweight but uh every once in a while in new york city you would see someone like drink soda on the subway and you would just be oh, like yeah that's a fucking tourist and that was like the most new york city yeah. thing is like it's like no one drinks pepsi like out of the can or the bottle on the train no way it's alcohol know, it's coffee or it's water in your fucking little special carrying bottle <laughs> but do you have those moments because i'm also a, a pretty much a non-soda drinker but do you have those moments where you're like i'm gonna get a fucking coke for the first time in a year and it like blows your mind how delicious it is. It is. I, I, I try to drink less frequently these days and having soda every once in a while, it feels like I'm like at the movie theaters and I'm stoned and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to get oh. a cherry Coke. And it feels like, <laughs> ah, it's like I'm 39 years old and so excited to have a soda and I can have that whenever I want. <laughs> oh man. I remember when, um, CC's pizza, first became a chain and it opened five minutes from my house. And it's like every kid in the neighborhood, that is where like their parents took them. And their soda fountain was like, they had, you know, they had the usuals, they had like Coke and Sprite and all the things, but then they also had like root beer and they had some like weird high C options. And we would just like kamikaze it, like, you know, every single one in one cup. And like, it was just my favorite thing to do was just like mix sodas at CC's. So I'm really glad. <laughs> we're, I'm really glad we're going down memory lane with soda. Yeah. People used to call that shit suicides, right? Like, did you guys? Oh, yeah. Sorry. What I call kamikaze. Maybe that's oh, a Texas thing. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I, I'm sure everything has different slang like that. But I was what curious. does kamikaze actually mean? The kamikaze pilots were the Japanese pilots in World War II who, okay. if they started right. to get shot down, would steer their planes at American Navy ships. Like, oh, they were okay. willing to die for the cause. So Okay, so yeah, maybe not the best thing to, like, call a fun kooky drink yeah, after <laughs> i would say suicide might fall under that category as well yeah, yeah suicide's <laughs> also pretty rough yeah. oh my god they yeah, both we really, involve we have no the person options. dying yeah. yeah it's so bleak it's just a it's just a sweet sugary little cocktail cc's <laughs> uh, pizza did it serve pasta Oh, what a great segue. Thank you. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm a professional host. <laughs> Two okay, professional hosts just going head to head. <laughs> I mean, we really just walked right into it and I, I liked it. Um, yeah, you know, CC's did not serve pasta it, it, that I recall. But the reason that I don't know is because even if they had pasta, they had this one type of pizza that was so special that there's no way I would get anything else when I was there. They had an Alfredo pizza and... I guess it was like, I feel like white pizza is like now a thing, like definitely in New York, you can yeah. get white pizza everywhere. 
But I had never seen white pizza and I hated tomato sauce when I was a kid. So when I saw this as an option that you could just have like white sauce on bread and like, <laughs> I don't even know if there was a lot of cheese on it, to be honest, because cheese is too expensive for CC's to actually like give you. I mean, there's like just like a dash of cheese, but it was mostly just like hot white sauce on bread. Hell and I yeah. fucking loved it. And I, and, I was, and the slices were so small that I would eat like 11 pieces like just like oh, the dream come true. I one time ate an oh. entire like little Caesars big, Bigfoot pizza at a oh. sleepover when we were like 14. And even oh my, my friend's God. mom was impressed. Like my friend Jimmy's mom was like, <laughs> Jesus, Gabrus, <laughs> like I'm so <laughs> proud of me. Wait, can I that actually brings me back to pasta? Because yes. I the way you were with the um, what is it? Oh, little Caesars. The way you were with the, the Bigfoot. Um, that is how I feel about pasta. Like there's a real endless quality to it. And it's funny because everyone's like, it fills you up. It fills you up. And I'm like, it doesn't fill you up. It I does not fill me up. I just keep eating it. And I don't know what's wrong with my, it might be like psychosomatic in that I find protein and fats filling, but not grains. So like for me to, I can 100%. eat. hundred percent. And then. All right, so now we're in it on pasta. I got oh, I love it. Oh, my God. We're so going deep. I my, can't wait. My main issue with pasta is that I ate it five, four or five days a week as a kid growing up. Cause Same. Because we, we were poor and my mom was Italian, so she would be like, uh, make a big thing of sauce on Sunday and then defrost it every every day every days as she needed it. And she's like, oh, we're doing ravs with the sauce on it tonight. Oh, we're doing a penne with the sauce on it tonight. Amazing. Oh, we're doing rigatoni so with the sauce. Yeah, and it was so good. And you're like, oh, thank God. And then you would get like maybe the big piece of sausage or like a crumbly meatball on there and live in the dream. But that became so frequent that I never ordered pasta when we went out because we had wow. it so much. And then wow. I, okay. Then I got into college and, and was choosing my own food for the first time. And I never chose pasta because I was just so burned out by it that I ended up going like a really long time without eating pasta again, which is such a crazy, <gasps> like I, I never chose it. And now I'm back oh around where it's like me ordering pasta is, is like getting an, an ice cream sundae. It's like, you know what? Today I'm treating myself and I'm having yeah, a fucking, yeah. and I had pasta yesterday in preparation for this handmade pasta by former guest of the podcast, Danny Palumbo. He does a little pop up pastas Ooh. Sunday Sundays at his apartment. And I That's got so cool. Wow. I got an, a short rib orchiette and oh. Tiffany got a tortellini with pesto and they were both handmade pastas. Uh, handmade sauce was fucking amazing. But oh. I purposely timed it for this conversation. And I the second I was eating the pasta, I'm like, wait, now we got to go to this. Like, all I got triggered for like oh. 10 L.A. Italian places that I want to eat their pasta. At. Have you been to um, what is it called? Hold on. Uh, oh, shit, this is going to. Oh, um, pergolata. Yes. Pergolata. Pergol that, that like red pergolata. sauce, like uh, checker tablecloth place, like over by Los Feliz. Yeah. Over by your old apartment. Possibly? Over by my old apartment, yes. And they but the thing that's amazing about it, it's like so good for me. Like I I'm such a like not finicky eater, but I just like I always have like amendments to the menu. Like I can never just order something the way it comes. I have to be like, can I get this but do it this way? And what I love about that place is like they have all the different pasta shapes you could ever want. And then they also have all of the sauces you could ever want. And they don't say no to any of your requests. You can mix and match till your little heart is content. Oh. And it is like, really, it is like, like 
Sally from When Harry Met Sally's Dream Restaurant. <laughs> like she can just she can just design it exactly the way she wants it. If you want to add mushrooms, if you want to add protein, like they'll do anything. They oh, do not I, say no to you. I love the sound that because that when I, when we would order. Uh, like pizza and pasta in our twenties, uh, at like from places, I would always want chicken parm and, yeah. and then raviolis on the side, but they would be like, no, it just comes with penne. I'd be like, tell me how much it costs to turn that penne into ravs. Cause I just need more cheese <laughs> as part okay, of my meal. I'll, I'll, I'll raise you a, uh, a pen. I'll raise you a ravs and say that I, I always want them to swap out the, the marinara for for vodka. And I yes. think that a parm a vodka parm also makes so much sense. And there's like one pizza place in New York that I've ordered from. I think it's like Bravo Pizza or something, where they actually have it on the menu as an option. And John I think and Vinny's just, did a vodka pie one time and I actually had to I had to sign for it when it showed up because Postmates triggered like the 21 and over. I had to show my ID to get the pizza because the word oh, vodka activated something in the algorithm. God, so I had to show hysterical. my driver's license to get a pie of pizza to the fucking Postmates guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, vodka sauce is just, it's so next level. It really makes, oh, it's so good. I, I love I, it. I it might be one of my favorite foods. I'm a big fan of cream, so. Oh, well, that's, let's get into it because I was going to say okay. white sauce versus red sauce. You, you like white pizza, so I'm a, and you just said you're a cream. So you have no lactose issues. Or you, or we all, yeah, no, I, mean, I do, but you're I willing to live with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I just like wreck myself for pasta. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> honestly, yeah. As you get older, that's it's just I like, live on the edge, I, I can't drink that much anymore, but tonight I'm going to eat a tray of pasta and drink a glass of red <laughs> wine and I'm going to have to take the morning off and I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward and it's worth the struggle like that. No, it is. It's like worse than your second shot and you're like on the floor for two days <laughs> you're like, this is worth it. Yeah. It's got that Moderna quality that I like. It is. That is like the grown up. That is the late 30s version of getting wasted where you're like, I can't believe I got that <laughs> fucked up. You knew you had to do something today. Now it's like, I can't believe you ate that many grains yesterday. You knew you had to ride the Peloton this oh. morning or whatever, whatever <laughs> adult shit you've assigned yourself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm a big cream sauce. And I think vodka sauce might be one of the best sauces for pasta okay. for because it's both really it's like red and cream at the same time which is you know what it is too it's psych. i think i've cracked it psychologically if it's not straight okay so our whole lives we've been told alfredo is heart attack on a plate like everybody yes. says that alfredo sauce heart attack on a plate but if it's pink it's not technically alfredo so you're not technically gonna die it's got a little bit of tomato in it it's <laughs> got a little bit of class it's got a little bit of vegetable it'll keep you alive do. for an extra couple of months exactly you're gonna be, hey, so okay. any, Yes. Anytime it's like cream, pesto, cream, vodka, cream, mushroom cream, even. I'm like, it's, but it's not Alfredo, so we're good. Yeah, exactly. And it, it is like, that is such a real thing of like, well, I took one, uh, you know, I dabbed the grease off the pizza, so I'm fine. Like I can have 11 slices. Oh, my God. The dabbing the grease. Yes. Oh, that was such a thing. I started oh, doing that. Such a thing. <laughs> Sometimes I would use the fucking pizza box because- the cardboard was like extra absorbent. Yeah, you could like just it slap it on the top. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> like gross. it's like ashing a joint. You know, you're just like taking your pizza and just dabbing the oil and eating it again. <laughs> because sometimes the paper towel wouldn't sop up enough. Like you'd yes. end up using a whole fucking roll of paper towels, which is not eco-friendly. <laughs> so that's why I would use the box. It's very resourceful. <laughs> 
Um, I'm a cream sauce guy. I'll my, more than Alfredo though. I I might have to say my favorite sauce might be a um, carbonara, which is Alfredo adjacent, okay. obviously, but a little more, a little pork. I got a little pancetta in there, or a little pork, however they make it, pork or whatever. So wait, carbonara. Isn't there an egg involved too? Yes, it's egg. Yeah, it's egg and pancetta, which is sort of like bacon or high end like pork or whatever. And so those are both in there, and I I, that gives that's like the yellowy cream sauce, and I think that's from the yolk. Yeah, Yeah. no, that shit's amazing. That shit's so. You know what? You know what else has kind of come around, and I'm sure it's been there this whole time. But like, you know how like there's food trends. I feel like cacio e pepe. I'm sure I'm saying that so wrong. Cacio pepe. You're saying it right. Cacio pepe is a goddamn blast it's so good it is so special and like it blows my mind every time i'm loving like the 2021-ness of all this Uh, i mean this has been maybe the case since like 2015 but i think we're seeing talking food trends we're seeing a lot of places or people even now in uh with it post-pandemic just people doing solo things or these ghost kitchens or pop-ups or yeah yeah and i think doing one thing really good is like maybe the future of like niche, you know, food production. So like if you're like, there's a place by me that was like open for a while that had like just amazing pasta, pomodoro, spaghetti, pomodoro, like the plainest Ooh. shit in the world, but it was so good. And but then when done right, exactly. Like that's, oh, when you find the guy who makes really the best grilled satisfies. cheese or the, per- yeah. when you find the person who makes the best grilled cheese, it's like, it's simple, but, Thank you for focusing on this food and like making it good. Like, so, and I think Cacio Pepe yeah. is a lot of people are like, you know, who has like a bomb Cacio Pepe? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just keeps coming up. Is that like, a thing? I love that. I feel- yeah, I think you're you're right. No, I have actually heard that because I I went to a restaurant because someone said that to me. So yes, yeah, I'm, and it's yes, like a I'm thing agreeing. people are seeking out. And I think part totally. of it is food trends where it's like everyone is talking about Cacio Pepe now. So now it's like we got to get we got to step up our Cacio Pepe game here. Yeah. Yeah, so now everybody's doing it. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, you know, for a long time, I was always like, I I didn't really, I never used pepper. Like, if I was in a restaurant and they were like, do you want pepper on your salad? I was like, no. Like, wh- what is it for? <laughs> Isn't it kind of, like, too spicy? Like, I just never understood the appeal. And then during the pandemic, I really started to appreciate just, like, salt and pepper yeah. as a seasoning. And it does so much. Like, it is incredible. It really is. Okay, now we're now we're stumbling into this is a big thing in our house. I'm a black pepper fanatic because <gasps> we were our our family was like we had salt pepper and uh, red pepper flakes were like the three seasonings we had in our house that like okay, and okay. and I remember being a kid and getting like the do you want to put pepper on that? And you would be like, "Oh, I have agency." And like all of a sudden you're like making adjustments to your food. And as a kid, you're like, well, that's because cr-. I would remember being like getting an unsweetened iced tea and it's like you can add sugar to it at the table and you'd be like, oh, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm going like, to making it my own. Yeah. yeah like, I'm going to add so much. And then you'd be yeah. like, oh, this is disgusting. But when right, you're a kid, right. like having that, you never get, I mean, I think you never, you don't get any control. You're I think newer generations are probably a little yeah. different too. I'm sure they're like, yes. and what would you like, Devin, Davin, or whatever the fuck your name is? <laughs> however, however you pronounce your name, David, Devon, Devon, whatever your name is, how, how would you like your uh, applesauce prepared? You know, like we right, were kids, right, it was right. like, eat this shit. But the second my dad was like, do you want to add? <laughs> 
like the set, like, and then you learn as a kid, you're like, well, that was too much pepper I put on my ham sandwich. Like that is a disgusting amount of pepper. And you like learn that stuff. And it feels so good to have like, to make those choices. And now as a nearly 40 year old man, I'm a diehard, uh, cr- fresh ground black pepper. I've had a pepper mm. mill since I was a bachelor. You know what I mean? Like that's just something that's always been in my house. And I am a heavy black pepper on anything cream. Uh, creamy oh, soups. Love that. Creamy pasta. I, I just I just caught on to it. It's like such a it's something about it like cuts the creaminess with like a little hit. And there's just something about also the black uh grindings falling onto like something that's white cream. Like it, it also, just, yeah, visually, it really does something. And it like me. wakes it up in a way, I guess, is if I I'm trying to that. be like if I'm tr- if I was on a food show, I'd go, I find black pepper really wakes up a cream-based sauce. Or like New England clam chowder, hit it a few times, oh, mashed potatoes, yeah. hit it a few times. Yeah, oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm here. I for am it. so impressed that you were I I ate such bland food when I was a kid. I was like terrified of sauce. I was, I hated anything that was interesting. (laughs) I only ate like plain hamburgers. I didn't want cheese on them. Everything just needed to be like singular. Like I didn't want foods to mix. I'm so, so impressed that you were like, Rocking the pepper, rocking the salt, rocking the pepper flakes. Like we had, we had a I, lot of. I never did that shit. Oh, that's so interesting because we we weren't allowed to be like that uh, in our family. Like my my dad was so strict. Oh, I love we, that. we weren't allowed to be picky about food. You couldn't say you didn't want to eat something until <gasps> you ate it and proved like, and you're just like, I do not like this, and then you have to eat it in front of them to pr- like and say like, I still don't like it, but you at least try parenting. It. Yeah. That's good parenting. My parents really, really, any whim I had, they were like, Jamie, Jamie doesn't, she doesn't eat that. And like, they'd be in restaurants and like order, you know, based on my little like needs and qualifications and yeah, it ruined me. Although it's so funny because you do grow out of it. I am fully not like that anymore. I eat everything. Yeah. And, and you, and you kind of, thank God, thank God. I like, thank God that was a phase. Right. Yeah. And my parents weren't, I should like, it's funny that I said that, but my parents weren't like, worldly or open-minded at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like they were like, no, no, you, no, ha- no you, yeah. you have to try this. It's called Tom Ka and it's a traditional Thai <laughs> yeah. soup. My parents were like, no, eat your fucking frozen, frozen piece of fish that we put on your plate or whatever. Like that, but, and then early on in my relationship with my now wife, Tiffany, I've been dating forever. Her family is all foodies. Like her mom and her, mm. her dad was owned a restaurant. Her mom was a, is a long cook and her, her and her two brothers have so many opinions and so like they were like unleashed. really cool like tiffany's used to ask for frog legs for her birthday dinner when she was like 14 you know what i mean like that's like the kind of family like the her dad would make these insane meals every night and they try so she's very open to and i just came from being open-minded but having no access to like yeah. when when i was 21 at her visiting her parents house and they're like John, there's, uh, you know, herring and cream sauce, there's uh, lamb ragu, and there's, uh, you know, uh, beef ribs in the fridge if you want to try anything. And I was like, I'll have all three. <laughs> Nuke them all. Microwave it oh, all. That's I'll eat. so I'll... fun. And then, do cool... you, wait, sorry, do you, do you, wait, no, go ahead. I didn't no, no, step on what you're saying. No, it's the same thing. No. I, I was just going to say, and like, and of course that at mother-in-law and fathers-in-law love that shit. Like, does, oh, um, does Tiffany cook a lot? And Tiffany, does, well, she, not in the last couple of months, just due to she's launching a new business. But she, oh. yeah, she's our, she's the main. I do a lot of the cooking too, but she's like, she can do really exciting things. Like she just makes, 
She made ceviche for us while we were in Palm Springs, oh. like homemade ceviche with like oh fresh. Oh my God, <laughs> ceviche is so delicious. See, that's a food I kind of just discovered as well, where I was yeah. like, I like ceviche. Where was I? I love ceviche now too, but I would never think to make it. You know what I mean? Like no. my, my wife's brain, Tiff's brain works in that way where she's like, I really like this thing, but I bet you I could do it really well. And I'm oh, like, I love Whoa, that. That's such okay, a good yeah. quality. Yeah. Oh, love that. And so we, and I'm, I'm the best person to cook for because I eat a lot of anything <laughs> and I'm very effusive with compliments. So like Tiffany Aww. is like, I love cooking for you. You just sit here and go, oh my God, and just finish everything I make. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, that's how I've been impressing the moms of girlfriends for like th- 35 years it's just been like look at john he can really eat i'm like you're so good at cooking mrs bernard i'll have more please but that is it is so fun there is such a thing as having a good cooking audience like similar to a good comedy audience like yes yeah you want you want to feel seen through your food that you make and like sometimes you'll get compliments like i don't know they won't say enough or like it's nice when people are specific about things they like about it yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. You, I've definitely cooked for people where I'm like, all right, well, I don't feel like you really enjoyed that because you didn't say anything. Yeah, I hope you know that I just busted my ass for 90 minutes to two hours yeah. in the kitchen, no but, less yeah. the prep and uh, purchasing, and and I missed out while you guys hung out in the living room and had cocktails while I was whipping up the final. Se- but yeah, no, no. If everyone had but fun, no, that's no, great. No, no. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Just you know, keep I'm eating. Fine. The, the I'm fine. Food. I don't know why I'm you're being fine. Weird. Yeah, no, no. You're I'm weird. You're weird. Fine. I'm actually fine. Just coming out with saying that first is like. <laughs> showing showing your ass instantly. I'm actually fine, but it's weird that no one gave me I'm actually okay with this, but it's weird that no one gave me a compliment. It's like you're lying so much in that first part of the sentence. Actually, anytime anyone says actually or honestly, you're like, oh, it's a lie. Yeah. In all honesty, okay, what are you lying to oh, me about? What are you lying about? Wait, John, I have a pasta question. Hit me. Okay. What is your favorite pasta of all time? Like if you could add anything like Ooh, if I could build toppings, mm. if you could build a pasta, what would you build? Oh hell. And yeah. you have to you have to get specific on shape as well. Ooh, okay, okay. That's tough. And it's gonna sound disgusting, but I think my answer would be <laughs> macaroni. I'm, no, this is gonna be insane. If I'm building and as a matter of fact, uh, Jamie, the what the pasta I'm about to say out loud. Okay. I'm going to eventually make and post a picture of and tag you in it because I you just activated something in me. I'm like, here's what I want to make. I want ravioli, cheese ravioli, cheese ravioli, chopped up chicken parm, like uh, pieces oh, of chicken I mean, parm, incredible like chicken cu- breaded cutlet with some cheese on top of that, on top yeah. of the wrap, and then bolognese on top of all of it. Okay, to me, that doesn't sound crazy. It doesn't. I think that sounds delicious. I would eat that in a heartbeat. I mean, okay, I will be honest with you. Like the bol, the yeah, bol. How do you say it? Bolognese. I don't know yeah, what I'm saying. Bolognese. Right? I say bolognese, but also <laughs> Italian Americans have it's say bolognese? say everything wrong. Like that's our thing. Is like we're like, oh, calamari. We call that galamad, and then. Ital- real Italians would be like, what are you talking about? It's like, that's what my okay. grandpa called it. And they're like, where's your grandpa from? I'm like, Queens? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, no. That's just uh, Italian-Americans have changed the way they pronounce a lot of stuff. So my whole family does all that shit. But that's bolognese or bolognese, what, okay. uh, it's meat sauce. The, the meat sauce. The meat sauce to me, I just feel like you don't need it. 
No. In, and, from what you've said, I totally agree with you on the cheese, though. We, my favorite kind of red sauce, because my grandpa used to make it this way. He was not the cook. My grandma, his wife was, and she passed away. But he would cook for, he would cook for us every once in a while. And he would just take a ton of ground beef and red sauce. And it would be, we used to joke and call it Ginzo Chili. Because it was mm-hmm. like just ground beef and marinara. It was like literally... Uh, nacho topping, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, you could yeah, eat yeah, it. Like yeah, yeah. it was like sloppy yeah. Joe, more or less. It was right, like a, right. Italian sloppy Joe, and it was so fu- you could put that on any pasta, and it was like eating, you know, red sauce tacos or something because it was just so oh, much beef. God. Um, and then there's so a good. there's a place here on Melrose, uh, not too far from where I live, called We Melrose O U I, like the friend, and they do a lot of uh, great breads and pastries and stuff, but and they do sandwiches and uh, burgers. One of the sandwiches they do is chicken parm with bolognese sauce, like meat sauce. Because chicken parm always has some red sauce on it, obviously. Yeah. So they just use bolognese instead. And so it oh. kind of gives it a little like two texture. It is. Wait, is this where you got the idea or you independently? That's where I got the idea. To okay. Pay, okay. Pay, so you, to I pair well, the yeah. chicken and the beef. Okay. Yeah. The and beef. then I was yeah. like, throw that all on top of ravioli because I'm a right, fucking Right. Because that's your yeah. signature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ravioli is your signature. Yeah. I love that ravioli is your it's, and I go-to because it's kind of flat. It's yeah. Not, there's not really much to sink your teeth into. Yeah. I love a cut of rav in half. Oh, get, cut a rav. Okay. Use it as like a a broom and butler to get a bunch of sauce, <laughs> like a pool like skimmer, a, like a dustpan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Scrape a bunch of sauce into it. Yeah, hold yeah, it, yeah. Hold it perpendicular so it sits in it like a pocket, and then I yes. take that big ass bite. Yeah. Okay. There's okay. something about you prefer rav- that to a tortellini because I, I feel like tortellini you get to like your both. teeth go into some more like pasta. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking for for this specific dish. I'm looking for a hefty meaty pasta so torts can work for me gnocchi can work for me here yeah those are a lot those are a lot gnocchi for me sometimes gets a little same same like you end up like you feel like you're eating like a polenta or something like it gets a little but any pasta i'd be happy with there but i i'm a fan of like the torts and the ravs because it's just even more going because i'm looking for filling because like we previously discussed if you give me a bowl of like linguine with clam sauce, I feel like I could eat. I can like lady in the train. You know what I mean? You I, you could put oh, a trough 100%. in front of me and I could just keep going. Oh, I'm getting hungry. And luckily for me, I've got some HelloFresh meals over in the fridge so that I. Okay. You know what HelloFresh is. You listen to podcasts. You listen to High and Mighty. So you've heard me talk about it before. It's a wonderful meal planning delivery system. I love all that. You know, sends you the recipe. You get to – but the highlight for me – and this is like low-key. I know this is a little bit of a champagne problem. But this is the most important thing for me is like eliminate the decision just a couple of nights a week. Yeah, I know everyone's like, but what if I'm in the mood for blank? Food has become sort of like – an extra stressor of like thinking about what I want to make for dinner or thinking about what we want to order. Oh, the, you know, the carbon footprint of delivery, blah, 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 all that stuff. So with HelloFresh, you know, they just pick your meal. So there's no meal planning, no grocery store trips. They, they just show up and you know, you can have dinner and 
then we get into all the other classic fun stuff that other people love and which I also am a big fan of is that there it, it takes 30 minutes or less. Um, their meals ready in 20 minutes or less. They have 25 plus recipes to choose up and from vegetarian meals to craft burgers, my favorite section and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy. So you could, you know, Look through the recipes, grab what you want. HelloFresh is a wide, and they're all easy. You can do, you know, they have breakfast recipes, lunch recipes, as whatever you need. And then it's all fresh ingredients. And eliminating having to go shopping and eliminating having to make the decisions and taking that errand out, leaving me with just the job of cooking, really lets me focus on like, I'm not, you know, I'm learning to cook for myself uh, very well. So it's been super helpful in that way where I don't have to worry about picking stuff out and stuff. So. Get 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 on that craft burger. Get that Gouda burger for yourself if you get a chance. Uh, it's my favorite thing. I uh, get it as frequently as possible. Um, whenever they're like, we want to send you another box. Thanks for advertising. I'm like, yo, see if I can get that burger thing. So go to HelloFresh.com slash high12 and use code high12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash H-I-G-H-1-2 and use code high12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. America's number one meal kit. Can we talk about, okay. I want to talk about linguine clams because there's I have a real issue with that pasta. I don't have an issue with it taste wise. It's, it's as I get to my favorite type of pasta. I was about to say is, yeah. It's up there. It's up there. I really I love clams. I I love the dish, but every time I've ever ordered that in a restaurant and I make that distinction because if you order it from a pizza place, they kind of have a fix for it or a pizza place in New York, they kind of have a piece a uh, uh, a fix for it which I'll get to. But if you order it in a regular restaurant, they always give you like three clams and then it's just like a bowl of pasta in oil. And you're like, this isn't that satisfying. Yeah. But if you order it from a pizza place in New York, they will oftentimes they'll have like three real clams like in their shell. And then they they um, what's the word I'm looking for? Supplement. Ah. They supplement with like a some chopped clams chopped clam sauce so smart so smart so smart and so appreciated so now that way there's clams in every bite have you ever eaten at craig's in beverly hills uh no i want to i keep when the world when the world's open we should go because okay tiff is a huge uh, linguine with clam sauce fan she actually makes a stellar linguine with (gasps) clam sauce but Jerry Weintraub's clam show, which is the name of the dish at Craig's, oh my is God. one of her favorite uh, linguines with clam sauce. What is it? it? Like, what? What's the deal with it? Clam heavy, big fucking bowl of. Craig's. The whole vibe is it's like throwback Hollywood, so it's like white yeah. tablecloths, green leather booths. So if you order the, the overpriced linguine with clam sauce, it is like in a fucking like. Like a, a Roman like trough. A, yeah, yes, exactly. A trough. Okay, it's like, okay, good. It's like for a fucking Roman emperor to eat while, like, you know, he watches his concubines fight each other to the death or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. It just, it's so indulgent. And, and and they have a solid chicken parm over there, too. I like a lot of the Craig's food, but they're, they're yeah, Italian. People love Craig's. It works. It works. And 
best celebrity sightings I've had in LA are there and um, Crossroads, the vegan place on Melrose too. Oh, Tiffany okay, has seen okay. Tiffany has seen saw Jake Gyllenhaal, Toby Maguire, and Leonardo DiCaprio there. Not all together. And one table. Oh no, okay. yeah, I know. No, that would have been a oh, wait, fucking it, wait, wait. She's but uh, not the same day. Not different the same days. day. Different days. Okay. okay. Wow. And, wow. Wow. And then one time we took her mom and stepdad to Craig's, and when we walked in, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, it's I can't place it off the top, uh, her the actor's name, uh, and Sam Jackson sitting at a table as we walk oh. past them talking to each other. Then we sat down and look over, and it's just John Turturro at a different table Holy hosting. Shit. And it was like, oh man, oh that is juicy. I <laughs> yeah. love that. Uh, Octavia mm. Spencer. It came to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Sam Jackson and Octavia Spencer talking. Oof. I was going to say Olivia. That's why I, my brain was broken. I couldn't. If I would have said Octavia, I would have gotten her last name. But uh, th- Craig's great for that. Let's go. Let's okay. build. Let's build Jamie we have Lee's to do that. big pasta. Though. Oh, oh, my, my, my pasta. Yeah. Is that what you we, said? Okay. We have to go get Craig's separately. We have to get Craig's. What's your dream build pasta? Uh, my dream. Here? Okay. Well, I guess I think my be all end all is a mixed sea, well, probably shape-wise, wow. I love fusilli, but I don't know that that would work with this. So I'm, for the function of the dish, I'm going to go fettuccine or pappardelle. Mm, pappardelle, big fan over here. Big fan. And um, I'm going to do some kind of white sauce. It can be like more garlic and oil, but it has to have like at least a dash, a of, dash cream. of cream. I love it. Yeah. And then I want mixed seafood on top. I want it to be calamari forward. Yes. Like, and all, mostly legs. I don't need rings. Okay. Calamari, by the way, calamari forward should be the name of your production company. (laughs) 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 Like the end title card, calamari forward. (laughs) That's a very funny phrase for some reason. (laughs) It's burned into my head forever now. You sang it that one time. Those two words back to back, just I've never heard them paired like that. So. I don't think I've I don't think they've ever come out of my mouth like that. <laughs> yeah, either. no, I don't so think I don't is, think anyone's first mouth. for everybody. Is no, your, no, I'm pretty sure no one in the world has forward. ever yeah, said that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think that's a, I'm like a, that's a purely original uh, <laughs> pairing of words. But yeah, so calamari forward. Um, I don't really need mussels. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not a muscle fan. They're my least favorite of the seafood. Yeah, they're they're cool if you're doing like a. Belgian throwback with some with fries. Like fries. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't need a muscle in my pasta. So yeah, mostly calamari, definitely clams. Um, I mean, God, if we want to get real deep, like some scongeli, I fucking love. Look at you. A little scongeli. Yeah. Uh huh. I love it. I'm I call my dog scongeli all the time. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's so cute. Yeah. He's a little scongeli. Oh my god, he is a little scungeel. Fuck out of here, you little scungeel. Is what I'll say to him. <laughs> you guys have a great relationship. Yeah, it's great. He hates me. Actually, I, I kind of <laughs> crossed the line. Crossed the line recently with that. <laughs> um, is scungeely? It's just conch, right? Is that yeah. what it is? I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just a shellfish. We used to use scungeely for like in a pasta sauce too growing up. And I think it is like just conch or just some sort of shellfish. It also might be one of those things where it's like. 
11 different things are just called skinjili, you know. Yeah, they're I mean? like forget about it. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ask what it is. <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask. Um yeah, so yes, I would have some of that and then um I definitely do want um some parmesan. I know people say like you shouldn't have cheese with seafood, but I disagree. Yeah, I I stand I stand with Jamie Lee on this one too. Though I'll always listen to the chef's rules. I'm not going to be a guy who's like we don't do cheese here. I'm like I won't be like I'll ne- that's bullshit. I'll never come here again. But Yeah. I if they're like, do you want cheese? I won't be like, no, the rules state no cheese on uh, seafood pasta. I'd be like, give me parm on everything. And now I'm like, give me parm. Give me some a little a dash of red pepper flake. Some yeah, I'll take all of that. Some microgreens, a little chopped up basil to sprinkle Absolutely. throughout that. Just wake it up a little. Wake, wake it up with it some up. herbs. A little wake pars- it up. A little Italian flat parsley chopped up. Oh. Sprinkle, sprinkle. I love. I man, parsley. I used to kind of think parsley was stupid because. There was this uh, diner near my house growing up that would put parsley on every breakfast plate. Like it would be like pancakes and there's parsley on the side. That was like the garnish they used. That was a thing for like 20 years it felt like, right? Like our generation grew up just like putting like friendlies would have like chicken tenders, French fries and a piece of parsley on the table, (laughs) on the the plate. And you're like, the fuck? I'm a kid. I'm not going to eat this leaf. There was like parsley at, at this place. It was called Jojo's. There was a parsley and then like a slice of orange. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What, what is this? I don't even register it as like a classy touch. It's just unnecessary. Is it to fight scurvy? Did this used to have a big <laughs> yeah, pirate like audience a, or something? Yeah. Is there like a, like an Eastern medicine component that we're not aware of? <laughs> yeah. This is like, this is going to like heal my, my wounds. I don't know. Yeah. And, and then in the last couple of years, Tiffany is, she's like a crazy, uh, you know, fresh herb person. So we're sprinkling mm. greens on top of like all our dishes at the end, more or less. And for our generation, it's like put parsley on it. You're like, ew, no, I don't want a big leaf. But I'll tell you, Jamie, if you're ever making pasta at home and you want to plus it up big time, get a pair of scissors and just like <gasps> snip one basil leaf all over it or uh, like oh, one little piece God, of parsley. Snip. And go even further. They make these herb scissors that are like four blades and four blades. So you could just oh. like, like, like the hair cutting scissors and just drop like random chunks, like all it's. Oh, that's incredible. And you truly feel like it's one of those things that's so dumb, so easy, so inexpensive and really like will make your dish look more professional, but God help you if you're cooking for someone and they catch you busting out scissors to cut a leaf over their food, you know, deals closed. You know what I mean? If you're, for the listeners, if you're cooking for us on a date and she she or he catches you using scissors to cut herbs, that shit looks it makes you look like a professional and it's the dumb like it's so little, but it really it's like That's using so cool. it's like using tongs when you're not supposed to use tongs, like using tongs to make pasta. You all oh, of a sudden yeah. feel like top chef. Absolutely. And it's like, tongs, oh. in, tongs in a pot is like oh. Like you you feel, know what you're doing. Exactly. And even if you don't, it just feels like no. oh, I'll, I'll, I'll flip the steak with tongs. Like, who, who the fuck No, it's I? like such a decisive, it's such a power move. It's so just like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. And if, if you're like, uh, weigh in, listeners, if you if you were on a date and a uh, person fresh cut you for fucking herbs on top of your pasta, it's a, you know, deal closer. And it, it fucking ends the evening for both parties in a good Ugh, way. I love that. <laughs> also, yeah, if I, if someone did that, I would, even if the food didn't taste good, if someone like cut herbs over my food, I would just be like, 
oh, I like psychologically, I'd be like, this is delicious. Yeah, like, I even appreciate if it the effort. Yeah, it makes it. Yeah, it makes it look and feel fresher. Uh, yes. Like Al- Allison Romaine's recipes on the New York Times blog. Oh are, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, great. Yeah. Her food is great. Easy to, uh, e- not easy to make, but p- possible to make. And, yes, and very good. But she's always like dash of mint at the end, blank, because it really makes it look slightly more professional. Like you can really cover cover your tracks a little if you have some fresh greens at the end. Also, oh, prevent your that. plate from just being like like a linguine with clam sauce could look pretty gray. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like quite, yeah, the clams are quite gray. Clams, it's like grayish yellow, and you're like that. Ah, totally. Sprinkle a little bit of green in the there. Green. And all of a sudden it's yeah, alive. the green, yeah, the green makes it. I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's it's kind of an unsightly dish, and yeah, you do need a little green. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh man, green. now I want pasta, <laughs> and I ate pasta. I, know, I'm I ate sorry. pasta and Taco Bell yesterday. I did some damage oh, to my shit. body. Two wow. separate meals. Yeah, hand cooked pasta from a friend, a, p- a comedy and then, guy, and then ordering Taco Bell. And then five hours. Completely later. negate it yep. with, the, with a gordita. Couple of cheesy gordita crunches for the boys. No big whoop. Mm, no big whoop. Uh, do you do you have? Like any other pasta proclivities, like are there things where you're like, I don't fuck with this pasta, or like, if I'm ever back in my home, if I'm ever back in your Houston, right, or the Houston uh, area, uh, Dallas. Dallas, Dallas area, yeah, uh, yeah all yeah. the same shit to us New Yorkers. But I understand that those are two completely different major cities that are six hours apart. Uh, but uh, is there a place like if you're back home, you're like, I'm going to this place again, this pasta, or if like you're back in New York, uh, or in New York, I don't even know where you're. I'm, ever I'm, in, I'm in New York right now. Yeah, you're yeah, in New York yeah, right yeah. now. So, yeah, is there yeah. a possible? Or when you come back to LA, it sounds like La Pergoletta. But yeah. is are there places that you're like, when the world's open, I got to go here again, or oh, I can't wait to I have love it. that yeah. question. Yeah, I, you know, strangely in Texas, no. Like, I, the thing I get excited for going home to Texas is Mexican food, and that's what I eat pretty much every meal there. Um, but when I'm in New York, yes, um, I. Well, what I really love, and it's. It's not my seafood one, but what I really love is there's a Ray's pizza on Ninth Avenue. I believe it's still there, but, um, is it like do... ninth and like 51st or lower? No, it's like ninth, like maybe in the teens or twenties. Okay, okay. And they, I just used to order from there a lot and they were really good at like, again, like taking my when Harry met Sally amendments. Um, they just like listened to all of them and honored all of my requests but they did a baked ziti with meat sauce and then they would like burn the cheese on yes. top. Yes. And the burnt cheese is really important. Like it's actually a completely different taste than just melted cheese. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they would always do it. And baked um, ziti, that, baked lasagna. It's incredible. Need, that little cheesy crust edge is so integral. It is so integral. And like the, the bolognese, the meat sauce ravioli, or sorry, the meat sauce ziti should be an option always. And I'm not really sure why it's not because it, it's such an easy fix and it's like not that much of a departure from just regular red sauce. Right. So I'm always like, why is it not on the menu? Like it doesn't <laughs> feel like a crazy order or anything. Um, but a lot of places don't do it. So you have to be like, can you exchange the marinara for <laughs> bolognese? And they're like, I guess we can do that. Yeah. And you're like, how has no one requested this before? Why is this like throwing you off that I'm asking for it? Yeah. It it feels like a lot of often like these places are like, it's just, we have this <laughs> giant pot of red sauce going all day long that we're like, yeah, we can throw, <laughs> yeah. we can throw that on some cold penne and, and put it with your, whatever right. else you order. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to eat the- that. Let me, I don't need a, you know, noodles and gravy. I want like, if I'm going to eat a side of pasta, 
let's plus up my little side of pasta. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the kind of thing. Exactly. Like, and, and I mean, it is very modern of us to be like, well, if I'm going to eat something little on the plate, I want even way more effort to be put into it. <laughs> like, I if I, like, and it's like, but if I have chicken parm, a side of just like wet red sauce pasta doesn't hit me like it a doesn't. side of rav with some cream sauce or like tortellini pesto or something on the side just to jazz it up, you know, like. Feel well, like yeah. And it's so weird to be like, it's so, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I guess like money wise for them, like they don't want to like give you a whole other dish on yeah. the side. Like I get that, but it is frustrating when they're like, do you want pasta? And then they're like, take it as it is. You're like, wait, but if you're offering pasta, like I have things I like specifically in my pasta and like right. I don't want just penne with red sauce like let's talk about what we could do with this pasta fuck yeah <laughs> I weirdly I weirdly got like horny energy talking about pasta like it like like you just talked about that pasta and I literally went fuck yeah like while like sort of biting my lip and I was like wait this is not how you you're did. supposed to talk about food but it definitely activated you I was like yeah I'm like <laughs> so red in the face right now <laughs> but I did just go fuck yeah <laughs> oh. Boy, that's oh my weird. God, that's <laughs> so funny. Oh my God. It is the funniest uh, I'm thing. I'm humiliated. That, I love it. That no, it literally made my day. The fact that <laughs> <laughs> just talking about pasta. And I yeah, I mean I, maybe I need to take a fucking cold shower after this. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> uh, speaking of pasta, that was yeah. one of the foods you and I didn't eat at a Texan Nigerian wedding. We had a lot of other foods though. We one, did. One of the goat. distinct things I remember was yeah, we had goat. I remember cow skin or some sort of animal oh, skin. Oh, I, I ate that too. And yeah, it was like weirdly that. gelatinous, but it not. It was awful. not. It, it wasn't awful, but I definitely didn't keep eating it. Yeah. I didn't. I, did I finished not mine like, like a it. good boy. You but. did? <laughs> yeah. I went up for a second plate and they were kind of like, trying to move on and i was like oh okay okay <laughs> like I got, like just like <laughs> my entire life of like is there any more of this and they're like no we cooked enough food for humans not not expecting you to show up here you fucking monster uh <laughs> the goat uh, yeah i had never had goat before and i didn't know if i wanted to have goat before but i that was i was you know we we're eating at a wedding and that's what they were serving and i was like oh this is good yeah goat goat's a it was goat's good. a good meat but uh Especially when it's pre prepared in sort of like a stew of some sort because mm -hmm, it is tough. Mm -hmm. So the longer you cook that goat, like curry goat and stuff like that, yeah, the, be the better yeah, yeah. it is. Which is kind of what we had, Yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah. A, a goat stew of some sort. Um, yeah. But we're talking about The Wedding Coach on Netflix, which is your new TV show that you host. Just came out in mid-April. This episode's airing at the end of April. You, uh, you go from... Uh, like, it's a classic wedding... Like, it's my dream come true. It's like... I will put on 10 hours of wedding shows and just zone out. But I always say, like, why not have someone funny here? <laughs> and now we have it. We have a wedding reality show that follows. It's a, a different vibe than a lot of other wedding reality shows, but it does follow of, like, meet the couple. Here's their issues. Yep. Here's how we tackle them. Check out how their wedding was pulled off with some issues or none or none, ideally. And 
just adding you, a person who has strong wedding opinions and is funny, is such a huge addition to the idea of a wedding show. It's crazy that this hasn't happened sooner, and I'm pumped it's you, dude. Oh, that's I man, it makes me so happy to hear. I don't even know what to say to that. I yeah, I I I felt the same way you did though, where I was watching wedding shows and I love them and I wouldn't want them to be any different, but I was like, there is an opportunity here to like have more like funny type of fun with weddings and yeah. like merge funny with like the sweetness and the seriousness. Like to me, that's kind of like the sweet spot of like the type of show I want to watch. So I'm just glad people are. People are, they like it. Like, I mean, you know, it's only been out for a little while, but it is really nice to like get nice messages and different people respond to such different things. Like there's one episode where our bride, um, she didn't actually bride and groom, they they weren't really close to their families. And um, the bride actually was like estranged from her mom. And we didn't really follow that storyline too closely, but there was a part where, I said, like, well, not everyone's family tree looks the same or something. It was kind of like general advice that I didn't really think twice about. I was like, well, yeah, like you shouldn't feel alone. Like everyone's families are even functional families are dysfunctional. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Especially around weddings. Totally. And like every family is kind of like its own cult, honestly. So like don't feel ashamed. And I got this message about it, that, like like paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs about how much that moment meant to this person watching, just saying, like, I am also estranged from my mom. And, like, you know, I'd never heard anyone talk about it on TV like that. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that wasn't even the mission of the episode. And it's just kind of this, like, cool, like, ancillary benefit that came out of it. So that that's when you get messages like that, it's really nice. You're like, oh, TV helps people. It's, what? It's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. When you're reminded, because we we treat ourselves with such, we're so accustomed to placing ourselves as like the low status character or the low status person because we're comics. And it's just like, yeah, oh, me, I'm just Jamie Lee here. He's supposed to be funny, blah, blah, blah. But then someone's like, thank you, Jamie Lee, because of your openness, your opinions, your uh, empathy. You made me feel differently while watching. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, I guess that can possibly happen. Oh, yeah. You can connect with people through your show. Like, because I'm working on Ted Lasso and Ted Lasso. I know. Such a good show. It's so good. uh, You and my friend uh, T-Bone, Leanne, both got uh, when I saw that you guys are both in the writer's room. I sent two separate texts. I'm like, this is so exciting to compliment someone and mean it about a show. Oh, God. No kidding. Like, it feels so good to be like. It's a show that is universally liked and should be like, I mean, yeah, and should be. Yeah. If you're going to watch a show, you got to watch Wedding Coach. But if you have time to watch two shows, also watch Ted Lasso, because I'm I watch the first five episodes by myself because I'm a Sudeikis fan and I I, I like the sure. premise. Didn't know anything about it. Put it on. Blew my fucking mind. Aww. The premise of the show is just a guy who is so likable and but he's put in a position where everyone should hate him. That's an insane premise for a show. Sudeikis somehow pulls it off, and I have my own things I'm dealing with with Rebecca. Uh, but 
I watched five episodes, went to my wife and said, went to Tiff and I was like, I'm starting the show over with you today. You have to watch it with me. Oh, and I just rewatched amazing. the first five episodes with her. That's so cool. You know, like I that husband that. or partner watch where you just, just watch like, them. Check it out. Check it out. Like, yeah, you're just looking at them, looking at the TV. And I'm like, he, he's been making the scones. Like, I'm like when I look like tears in my eyes, like Tiffany, Aww. he's been making them. <laughs> like the fucking darts moment. Ah, and I have a mega crush on Rebecca. Like, uh, like, oh, yeah, I get that. She's yeah. stunning. I want her to punch me or choke, like some, <laughs> something with her broad, muscular arms and shoulders. I want she her to is like so ripped. She can. I give her full permission, and I think Tiff would approve that. Walk up behind me and snap my neck. I think that would be peak arousal for me for her to just kill me and let me go. <laughs> I need to take a shower for sure. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's wielding pepper spray through Zoom. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> no, she is so fabulous. She's, She's so such a good actor. And, and Juno Temple is so Everyone is so... It's one of the few shows, too, where you give a shit about every character, even not like... I know. Oh, I know. here he goes, the, the Spanish soccer player, this fucking guy. And it's like, no. I, can, I care so much. As soon as he shows of up, you guys, do a, you guys do a great job of just... Every Nate, Nate the Great, like every character you just give a shit about and you're happy for them and you guys give them their due. Like you let them be on camera, let them grow. And it's not like it. I don't know. There's something special about that show. I'm looking forward to way more of it. Oh, uh, yeah. well, I yeah, I feel like it's so funny when. Yeah, because I, I think people that's another show where like that's actually not another show. I feel like it's kind of the only show where like. I think people, I mean, who knows, but I feel like the level of, we don't get like, I mean, sure we get praise for it. Yes. Because it's doing well, but like the amount of people who write things that are like, you know, it helped me get through my cancer. You're just like, fuck like this show. It's funny in the writer's room. You, you aren't aware. It's not like we went in with that mission. It's like, we knew we were writing about a guy who was capable of those things, but like you don't really know until the show comes out how people are going to respond. So when you get messages like that, you're just like, you for you, yeah. Again, you forget that TV can like heal people. Right, right. You're just like, oh, that would be a funny joke, and then people are yes, like, yes, totally. You. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I found the show in the that. pandemic, obviously. So like that yeah. was that was fucking helpful to just have unbridled positivity. And a funny show. And it's not like it's a toothless show. It's just that it's not a right, children's not toothless. show. But right. Sudeikis' character is just relentlessly charming and go and is going through shit. But the yeah. idea, like, I don't think it's a spoiler to say this, but like watching a guy who's relentlessly positive deal with a divorce is like an insanely interesting idea for television. And it's wild to watch. It's fucking cool. Like, it's such a good yeah. idea. Yeah. So fun. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, well, Jamie Lee. Anything else you want to plug before you get out? Of here? You got any dates coming up? Uh, uh, Stand-up dates. You guys going out to get pasta? I <laughs> you want to go out to get pasta with me? <laughs> um, I have no. I have. I have stand-up dates, but later, and I'm not really sure when they are because I'm just sort Fuck. of starting to wrap my head around the fact that stand-up is coming back. Um, Yikes! So, <laughs> Live yeah. shows again. Oh no. Yeah. So that'll that. Yes, there will be dates, but um, in the meantime, you can just. Watch the wedding coach. That would be amazing. And you can follow me on Instagram at really Jamie Lee. Nice. Hell yeah. And also I'm sure you'll announce your dates there if anyone's yes, looking to post. Absolutely. And I, I highly recommend anyone around America. And this is not just for Jamie. This goes for 
everybody, if a comic that you like is coming to your town post-pandemic, keep in mind that they haven't worked for a year. They're risking their life to bring you entertainment. Get your fucking shots and go see them. Go get your shots, and buy some tickets and go see them or buy some merch or download their podcast or listen to their Patreon. People are out there fucking hustling. Uh, so when you see Jamie's tickets, go see her or I'll plug anyone who's coming to your town once you feel safe. Not these motherfuckers who've been working this last year who I hate and am jealous of at the same time. But <laughs> do this for yourself. Get vaxxed up and go see live comedy in the new world. We got to bring yes, live comedy please. back. And let's just we, we need it's a two way street. We can't do it for nobody. So come out true. and we, we promise we'll bring it and we'll try our fucking hardest. Uh, so see live shows, see Jamie, watch the wedding coach at really Jamie Lee on Instagram. Do watch Ted Lasso. Uh, if you haven't like that, that's not even a plug for Jamie. That's just like, do that to make yourself feel better about life. Otherwise, Jamie, this was a fucking blast. Thank you oh my so God. much. An actual blast. I had so much fun. It yes. was awesome to catch Pasta's up. It's important. Pasta is important. Pasta is important. If I could, I just should have said at some point on this podcast, the way my mom, an Italian woman made a name, Joanne Valentino. This is how she says pasta. Jonathan, you want any more pasta? <laughs> Do you want any more pasta? <laughs> oh it makes God, no sense. I've that. never heard it. You want pasta? I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it that. My dad calls fajitas frajitas. He has an R for no reason. <laughs> I, fajitas would have been like almost understandable, but yeah, frajitas. No, is frajitas. <laughs> Interesting cat. I like this guy. <laughs> Get yourself some fajitas at really Jamie Lee. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out my other podcast, Action Boys. It's a paid podcast, but I think you could afford it. And if not, we have some free episodes on wherever you get podcasts. Um, and yeah, that's about it for now. If this is at the end of April, get hyped. Keep your eyes peeled for some upcoming high and mighty touring dates. Your boy wants to get back out there and get high and talk in front of strangers. But don't talk to me after the show, you fucking freaks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I pity the roommate. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. 
To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now. <laughs>